Here's an updated version of an old song. Betty and the Bob singing a cover of the song from the Broadway musical Flower Drum Song. In today's installment of our series, Being a Woman Online, we go to an author, a TED Talker, an entrepreneur, and a performer in the very different Broadway stage of today. Tavi Gevinson started blogging and created the online magazine Rookie when she was still in high school, a fresh 15-year-old who thought there needed to be a community for young girls to talk freely, to support each other. She was right in a big way. Rookie has become a sensation, a forum for feminism, sexuality, privacy, and identity, all free of the moralizing of the pre-internet age. The now 18-year-old editor-in-chief of Rookie has enough projects going that she's put off college and says she thinks this wave of empowerment she's riding still has a ways to go. I'm going to generalize, but I think people of my generation, especially young women, are used to a kind of reductive sort of empowerment. And it's not like I think we should stop being like, you're beautiful, love yourself. But I guess at that age, when I was starting Rookie, I just wanted something that could be more nuanced and was looking for something where, you know, you could be honest about feeling bad about yourself or imperfect. And or maybe like being beautiful didn't have to matter because you could have other things that were more important to you and were and said more about who you are as a human being. Like I always, this is something I find myself saying a lot at like rookie events or just when I'm talking to our readers is like, I always feel better about myself when I think of myself as a human before I think of myself as a woman because there are expectations (laughs) attached to being a girl or woman that when I remember I'm just a person really kind of fall away. You know, it's it's funny because my, my daughters will say to me, you know, everyone's always telling us, you know, be sure to have self-esteem, be sure to have self-esteem, love yourself, yeah. love yourself, uh, you go, follow your dreams. And my my daughters will say to me, "What? why do they keep saying that? Is there something really right. awful that's going to happen right around the corner? Right. I it, mean, it's almost like that's played out. We, we're done with that. Well, I think for me, I became a lot more comfortable with myself and then eventually confident when I could just like accept that I don't always feel like a superhero or like Beyonce (laughs) like I I think if you can kind of make friends with that part of yourself instead of like feeling poorly about yourself and then having and then also having the second layer of guilt for feeling poorly about yourself I mean I've talked to so many other women online about like feeling like and then being like, oh, and I'm a bad feminist for feeling this way. <laughs> I just don't do well with the pressure to also like feel great about yourself. I would rather just kind of like make friends with a healthy dose of like self-criticism. Well, that sounds good. Um, do you think sexuality is overplayed online, that there's just too much concern about it, that uh, uh, the notions of, uh, of sexuality are maybe – too much of a determinant of of our identity, be they women or or uh, men. What I look at on the internet is like point zero 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 one percent of the internet. But I do think that a really great thing about you know sites I look at like Tumblr, or Twitter, and the communities I see there, 
the ones that I follow are largely like girls in high school who are very critical of the world around them. The good thing about it is that you realize more quickly how many alternatives there are to like the image of sexuality that you see on TV or in a magazine and you realize that that's also not the real world and that there are a lot of other human beings who feel the way you do. Girls my age, well, no, girls for like generations, like since the beginning of time, you're taught that sex is like this incredibly, I don't know, like your body is a temple and your virginity is like this precious gift and it's supposed to be a huge deal. And I'm not saying that it isn't for a lot of women or just people. But I also think for a lot of people, it's really not. This is one thing I've definitely learned from editing Rookie and all the writing submissions we get and all the discussions that happen. It's like, yeah, for some girls, it is that, like, my body is a temple thing. And for some girls, that messes them up. Do you think um, the women in your peer group have a really good radar for creeps online? I find adults are very, very concerned about predators and... Uh, people who are searching the internet for for victims. Yeah, I I mean it's again really hard to speak to like female online population as a whole, but yeah, I don't know. I think I mean one thing that's nice about people being creepy on the internet now is that there are a lot more communities and spaces where women can feel safe without it and feel like they don't have to deal with it. And your your rookie is one of those places. Yeah, I remember in our first – it's in our first book because we printed like six pages of the comments. We had a post that just came out of um, a bunch of our contributors talking in our Facebook group where one of them was like, I just had a horrible experience with street harassment. And then everyone's like, yeah, one time this happened to me. And then uh, we just felt that those stories were very important and put them all together. And then the readers – I mean <laughs> every girl has a story like that. So then – there were just all of these comments. I mean, to me, have being exposed to that, seeing that it happens to other people, you can see all these stories and you're like, oh, no, they're the, the freaks. <laughs> like, they're disgusting. This is something that people do all the time and something that other women go through. So are you going to carry Rookie as far as it'll go and then sell out to, uh, <laughs> you know, Rupert Murdoch or something like that? Right. Look, I, I started when I was 15 because it was something that I needed. Rookie is very direct and very plainly exists to serve its readers. And I feel very understood by the girls who like come to our events and support us. So it has a it holds a lot for me personally. I don't want to do anything that, you know, I don't want to be selfish. I don't want to be possessive. I also don't want to be irresponsible and put it in the hands of people I don't trust or anything. So I'm just trying to be as thoughtful as possible about what happens with Rookie next and not let it get too tied up in my own ego or possessiveness or, like, personal connection to it. Well, good luck, Tavi. Thank you. Tavi Gevinson is the founder and editor-in-chief of Rookie. I'm David Remnick, host of the New Yorker Radio Hour. There's nothing like finding a story you can really sink into that lets you tune out the noise and focus on what matters. In print or here on the podcast, the New Yorker brings you thoughtfulness and depth and even humor that you can't find anywhere else. 
So please join me every week for the New Yorker Radio Hour, wherever you listen to podcasts.